This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bait Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the 153anglers.com to place your order today. Based in Santa Ana, California, Biolano Power provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles in a 10 plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit BioNOPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com or contact dealers nationwide welcome to the paddle and fin podcast network this is the final cast segment with your host brad hicks and josh eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad welcome to the final cast hi guys hi Josh, hey. final cast is back. Yeah, yeah. How Brad, are you doing, nice. Brad? Good. How you doing? Good. Brad got off work early today. Got to go fishing. I know it was fun. Had sent us <laughs> fishing pictures to make everybody jealous who's still at work. Yeah, that's what I do. It is what you do. Like, you do it every week on Wednesday. <laughs> well, um, if I catch a good one, if I if I catch like a small one, I'm not going to send it to you guys. You should. And just rub it in everybody's face every day. Put it up to the camera like a real <laughs> tiny one. one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a awesome show today. Um, we have Tiffany Rames who reached out to us recently, and she shared that 
they are they have an app in process um she just noted to me so everybody just kind of take note of this that it's not on android yet it is in the works so just get that out there before you guys all start running to the app store looking for this on android <laughs> it's not there yet but um she reached out to us and wanted to talk about the app that they have in development called kayak venture and she gave a description to me and i lit up right away because uh being a river angler this is something that i really really could find a good use for and even like brad and i both obviously are on the level and canoe and kayak fishing team and we work with a shop whose uh, main priority is rentals. And one thing that I've noticed, Brad, you may have noticed this too, is that there um, there's some businesses that are starting to pop up on the river, like restaurants and stuff like that. Yep. So I thought we'd have you know Tiffany on to talk about what this app does. And there's a lot of good information that they are setting up for people who are into paddling sports and other things too as well. If I remember correctly, you said – you know, uh, biking and trails and that sort of thing. And I think this is a great idea. Um, so Tiffany, welcome to the show. Thank you. And, uh, if you'd like to go ahead and, you know, give us a uh, little history about yourself and, you know, what you're into outdoors and we'll get into the app. Sure. So, um, we started, um, doing kayaks about four years ago. Um, my dad was helping, um, redo an old quarry um, into a public park and they put a bid out to see if anybody wanted to do kayaks because they got a lot of requests to do kayak rentals um, out there and nobody took the bait um, and so he decided in 2017 to um, invest in kayaks um, some rtms if you're familiar with them at all they are um, typically ocean resort um, rental kayaks. So they're mm -hmm. real hard to, to sink and you can usually get a lot of people on them. Um, so that's where we started. Um, and then last year we um, expanded to a creek um, here in Iowa that is a kind of feast or famine kind of creek. Either there's too much water or not enough water. Um, mm. And then we do a small lake there now. And then we just found out last week that we are going to be able to do the Des Moines River um, for about a two hour float, um, landing at a place called Captain Rice. So, um, that's cool because the Des Moines has kind of been missing that and they're, they're working on an initiative, um, by 2030, I think is when it's all supposed to be completed to even have like a kayak playground and have a lot more access. And, um, the idea is, you know, you clean up the waterways as you get more people on it and more people aware. Um, and so we're kind of trying to be involved in that, um, because it's, it's important to us. We're, we're kayak people, which is why the um, app is called Kayak Venture, right? So initially um, it was just going to be a way to find renters. Um, Cause like I said, we do rentals and sales. Um, and it was a way to find other renters when you go other places, right? So you guys mm -hmm. are in Ohio, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so if I was going to go to Ohio, how do I not try to strap my kayak to a Honda Civic and you know, drive to Ohio, risk yeah. having somebody jacked off my car or anything like that. So um, the idea was to be able to find rentals. And as we started developing it, it was originally my dad and my brother's idea. And I said, you know, um, being the girl that's out talking to everybody as they're getting um, on the water, what we're missing is a way to um, tell people what the hazards in the water are, what they're going to, what they're running into, good, bad, or otherwise, right? So you want to be able to 
say, hey, there's a tree down, you're going to have to mm -hmm. port, I suggest the left side instead of trying to trudge through the mud on the right side, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, good fishing spots, um, cool sights to see, that kind of stuff. And it's something where you can, um, obviously, as you're going through rapids or trying to like portage around a tree, you can't do it immediately. Mm -hmm. um, but you can go back and drop the pin um, if you're aware of accesses that people aren't aware of or um, put in or take out spots that in Iowa, there's a lot of climbing up muddy banks to get in and out of water, um, which is kind of what they're working on developing out, right? Um, but there are sometimes, like, we know where there are the places that we've always gotten in and out since we were teenagers doing yeah. um, tube floats. So it's a way to be as safe as possible. Mm -hmm. um, Long-term-wise, we're looking to team with, like, our local DNR here and hopefully expand out. Um, because there are a lot of things like we also have been working with the um, Iowa, Iowa Environmental Council um, because they do like a water checkup, a weekly water update where, you know, like what the um, toxin levels are and the oxygen okay. levels and algae. Because like um, there's like a, I think it's called black algae here. That's like a big deal that people are transporting from their grimy lakes to the riverways and it's affecting fish populations and those sort of things. So. Um, the idea is to be able to get that information out to people more universally because, you know, I'm sure you guys are aware there's only so many Facebook pages, forums, websites, mm -hmm. blogs, podcasts that you can listen to. And everybody kind of has their own niche, right? Like, so we do Beaver mm -hmm. Creek, the Des Moines, and the Cory out in Colfax are our main places. So we know all about those places, but we get a lot of calls and questions about other rivers in the area. And I'm like, I, no idea. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. test them. And we, with our rental business, we go down weekly. So we're not putting people on moving water, um, rental wise that we haven't just dropped Legos on the floor. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't put anybody on moving water that we haven't already been down. So when we're sending people down, um, we usually do a GoPro time-lapse. We inform the cities that we're working with in um, and the fire departments, right? So if they do need to go and rescue anybody, they kind of have an idea of where those mm -hmm. problem areas are. Yeah. So it was a way to kind of take that and make it a little more global, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. And then as we were developing it, it uses, right now it uses Apple Maps. Um, so anywhere that you can look at an Apple Map, you can see where there's a hazard. And I'm like, you know, I'm guessing that there are bike, there's a lot of cycling here in the Des Moines area. And I was like, you know, there are cracks and there are bridges that are down mm -hmm. and there are like, um, it's summer in Iowa, so it's construction season. So there's a lot of like bridges that are out that people may not necessarily know because they don't follow the right DNR page or the DOT page yeah. or whatever it is. So it's the idea that um, it's, com it's the community, right? It's yeah. you as a fit, like on, as a kayaker, you want to make sure that other people on kayaks are being safe and mm -hmm. have that information. Um, same with the hikers and the bikers. So yeah. that strainer idea is huge because as Josh knows, and I know here in Ohio, we have a river called the mad river and I stay away from that river just because I hear there's so many strainers on that river sure. and it's already a quick moving river. It's sure. pretty sketchy at times. I float, <laughs> I floated it a couple times, but there's one stretch where I stay away from it because I've heard bad things about a really gnarly strainer there. And it would be nice to know if it's cleared up or not. Sure. Yeah, it's it's um it's the kind of river it's narrow in a lot of areas mm -hmm. and it's quick 
and it's spring fed too so it's actually probably the colder one yeah it's the coldest one in our local area mm-hmm. and you know it's not it's one of those places like if you're riding the current it's real easy to get pushed like within a foot you know or less of the bank and you've got trees and stuff piled in those corners like that and it's it is it can be kind of a sketchy it the mad river like he's talking about is one that tend to if i'm gonna fish it i'm gonna stay in that area or yep. i'm gonna go on foot because sure. it, it it's real windy too so and we even have another river it's kind of the more northern you go the smaller it gets the more strainers that it has that affects it but sure um it's an awesome idea uh my kind of question was with the app this is the big thing that I wanted to ask because with the ability to pinpoint like an obstacle or strainer or something like that, is it going to be readily seen and is it time stamping that information? So the next user who's using it and goes down there will say, okay, well, this was yesterday. So this strainer is going to still probably be here. So right now it's set to um, that each pin is supposed to stay on for seven days. Um, we're kind of talking about it does timestamp it. Um, so if you're kind of planning ahead of time, you can like look and look at those different um, timestamps. But they, right now they're only staying on for seven days, um, which for us, like we do weekend rentals. So everything mm-hmm. to me kind of is on a seven day rotation, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the idea is that everything that you're looking at is fresh. Like I know that there are other apps where um, the information that you pull up could be from 2016, mm-hmm. which is great to know historically, but like doesn't serve a lot um, as far as like, we're getting ready to go down. What's it look like? Cause if you're dropping right. pins, um, especially like the Creek that we do, it, it's like four and a half or five miles and it takes two hours and it's a lot of, of sharp turns and curves. And mm-hmm. so it's fine to look at like if i were to compare our maps this year to last year the rivers even changed a bit because they did go in and they cleaned up a bunch of stuff from last year so the Mm -hmm. flow is a little bit different from where the down trees are where they kind of like cut grooves out so that you can make it through without having to like hard hairpin turn around all of those trees so Mm -hmm. it would it's interesting to know what happened last year but in this app it's more kind of like what am i looking at now um, what am I like dropping a pin so people can see what they're coming down and seeing after me? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Uh, crap. It just slipped my mind. <laughs> so we're looking at kind of extending that time a little bit, um, to be between, um, 14 and 21 days, just because there are some things that don't need to necessarily drop off after seven days because like construction is mm-hmm. construction. Um, and in theory, like once it's done, you can drop a pen and be like, Hey, we made it through just fine. Everything is good. And that would be the new pen that people could see. Um, you are mm-hmm. also able to on each of those pins drop, um, more comments in. Right. So if you see mm-hmm. this tree, we made it on the left side, you know, a week later, if the water has gone down six or eight inches, Hey, we had a harder time getting around on this side. We had to go all the way up on the bank or, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever use the uh, Waze GPS uh, app or not. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what that idea. reminds me of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. So everybody's going to be lying about all the uh, radar <laughs> on the river now. <laughs> no, I'm, the I just, my mind went towards like, 
uh, I, I just think it's funny because you could tag like roadkill on that app and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over the 9,000 cops that I was supposed to see on my way yeah. to St. Clair last year. And I maybe saw like two out of the 25 that came up. We were always laughing about it. Yeah. We'd start slowing down and be like, where is it? And then it'd be like, I think people are just pinning this just to mess with people. It's probably the cops. The cops are just sitting there like, we don't have to run radar. Let's just slow everybody down with an app. That's funny. That's funny. um, So you not only are we doing you're doing this in regards to like obstacles in the river, but you were also like mentioning that. You guys wanted to pinpoint other features in like, you know, um, something that's cool, like something that you're seeing out on a river or like, um, you know, on bike trails and stuff. You, you want to come up, let people know kind of some of the other like options that people have to be able to pin. So right now, the way that it's set up, we're still kind of trying to figure out exactly what that niche looks like. Right. Um, as far as like what people are wanting to make note of. Um, there are some really cool old bridges and um when you're floating the Des Moines River, where it could be like the Sixth Street Bridge from underneath is way different than up on top mm-hmm. of it, right? So to be able to kind of drop the pen and be like, man, those swallows are crazy. Like there's a graffiti down here that's really cool. That kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and it seems silly, but anything, any pen that you drop, you can make a comment on, right? So if it's okay. like a historical site or a cool st- place to stop or um like I, like I had said, the original idea was for vendors. So renters, um, <clears throat> tour guide, like water tour guides. Um, I know that there are like fishing guides, that kind of stuff. Um, and it just kind of grew from there. Um, mainly to my dad's dismay that I have this like weird safety mentality where I'm like, we have to make sure everyone knows everything. Yeah. Right? And yeah. like the idea is that like, I want to know. So I assume that you want to know too. And so, yeah. Um, sites to see, um, things to look out for, um, sandbars, cool places to like stop. And, um, cause I don't, I don't know how familiar you guys are with like stopping and eating while you're, um, kayaking, but there's always that like one sandbar that like everybody stops and, yeah. you know, can camp out on or. Yeah. We have know. a ton of kayak yeah. and canoe, uh, rentals, especially on one specific river here. We have um, we have the Great Miami River and the Little Miami River. Sure. The Great Miami has some rental stuff, but it, it's on the northern side more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one ma- a main one, and then a, one or two up, like in the, about I don't know what is that, Brad? Like 30 minute drive up north. Yeah. Uh, but the Little Miami River is a sm- our, our more scenic river here, sure. and it has a ton of them. Like. I took the kids out. We went on a trip and it was obnoxious. The amount of people <laughs> like, I mean, I'm talking, I was in a group of over a hundred people trying wow. to fish. Mm. Like I was like, yeah, let's just sit back and wait. But they just kept coming in waves. It was insane, but it's cool to see everybody out there, you know, right. but you know, something like this, this app is going to provide people with some safe opportunities to, to, you know, kind of take advantage of. And not only that, but, you know, you mentioned the sandbar. Um, I used to do a lot of canoeing. And back in the day, it was always like two or three little beached areas that everybody would pull off. And also say, you know, it was like a lot of partying going on, but they'd have a rope swing out there and stuff like that. And 
But one thing that we ended up having, and Brad, I'm sh- I think you've probably seen this right before you get to Loveland. We have a restaurant that's right there on the river, and they yeah. did something where you can actually stop your boat and go up there and have dinner and a drink sure. or something, you know, and jump back on the river and take off. Like it's, um, and they got live music. You can hear it like clear as day as you, you know, there's a lot of people kind of hanging out in the water down there. And, uh, it's cool because I, I'd like to see more things like that. You know, um, obviously I'm not a big person for people to be out drinking while they're kayaking just because I know how dangerous it is. Sure. And the more we've gotten involved with this, but, you know, I mean, if you're responsible and you go out there and you have some a lunch or whatever, it's a cool little stop, you know. And, um, you know, an app like this, if somebody's out of town, they may not know that that's there. And they, exactly. you know, get a rental and somebody's pinpointed that. That's that's really cool. So, And it's cool because you're making it global, you know. Like, I, I wouldn't know where to go if I came to Iowa, you know, right. and or what's, what's kind of features and stuff and and, you know, when somebody's running a, re- a rental business, you're not going to be able to, you know, if, especially in the summertime and it gets so busy, you guys aren't going to be able to be like, hey, you guys should stop here, here and here and here, you know, and watch out for this because you just don't really have that much time. You guys are trying to get his, your boats packed and, you know, right. most libraries are kind of running with skeleton, not skeleton crew, but you just don't have that much interaction time you know we call it a family crew right where like everybody everybody's super invested in it Mm -hmm. um but that's the idea right and that's why we do the um like for our rivers and our moving water that's why we do the float first with the um with the time lapse so that even if we can't necessarily say this is exactly everything you're going to run into good and bad um that at least you if you're doing your homework you could see on our facebook but that's Part of the other thing is, are you going to check everybody's Facebook? Are you going to check their website? Are you going to check their forums? It kind of, in theory, puts it all in one thing in Mm. your pocket and you can take us with you and, you know, share the information that way. I do want to go back because you mentioned uh, people can comment on these pins and stuff within the seven days. Uh, Do you guys have the feature where somebody can take a picture of that strainer as well? Um, not yet. So there are some things um, be, like it's funny that you mentioned ways because a big thing that I wanted was um, to be able to have kind of an icon or like mm-hmm. a, an avatar on the map so that mm-hmm. if you were going out, um, you can kind of make it so people can see or can't see you or you can find your friends in it because inevitably I'm the person who's always late because I have kids and you don't ever get anywhere on time. <laughs> um, so it's that thing of like, cool, you guys are like, four bends away. If you want to just like hang tight, we'll be right there. Um, that's one of the features that we're thinking about um, integrating with DNR, but also being able to have pictures so that people can, um, can have a better idea. Of what That'd be cool. Doing. Like if you like hovered over the pen and it, it wouldn't have to necessarily blow up the whole like comment or like right. the latest comment in a picture attached. And then you could click on it then at that point, like it was a hyperlink right. and then see like a, a full on picture in the comments. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, it's a work in progress. It turns out you can't make an app to be exactly what you want it in the first go. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I so believe I it. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the weird perfectionist in me is like, so let's like not put anything out until it's exactly how we want it. Um, and it turns out that's not the way. So, um, (laughs) so this, these are the things that we've learned. Um, there's a lot of, um, a lot of improvements that can be made right now. Anybody, um, who sends any feedback, it's coming directly to me. So if it's something where, you you know, 
if you or listeners are like, actually, you know what exactly we're missing is a pin that I can drop that says X, Y, and Z. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is I think I've been so close to it that I'm like, yeah, it's perfect. It's great. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and, and it is something that I, that we're very open to feedback as far as if it is a feature, I know, like, um, like I said, the avatars, the pictures, um, the DNR, cause even if it's a hyperlink at the, I don't know if your guys's rivers have like the sensors like ours do, mm-hmm. but you can go yeah, and the, look at their site, like the NOAA site and see, um, you know, what the flow is, what the height mm-hmm. is at those certain points. Um, and the idea is to eventually have that. Uh, more accessible because I think most people who don't spend as much time on and around the water as we do, um, they don't know where to find it. Like it's yeah. just one of my bookmarks. It's like a thing that I do first thing in the morning, right? Like I pull my phone up, I'm looking at the weather, I'm looking at what the river's doing, I'm looking at what the creek is doing. <laughs> um, I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that. <laughs> yeah, I, ch- I, do I check it, it every day. <laughs> I do it on days I'm not fishing. I'm like, why do I care? Like. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Brad, how's the water clarity? I'm not getting out today, but is it a foot? (laughs) It's just something I like to like. I don't know. It just comes those spots that you have. It just comes with an experience of knowing the water levels. Yeah, yeah. It's because like for us being fishermen, um, we watch that stuff like really, really closely because we can match up a day that we were really successful based off of water clarity, air temperature, you know, what else, Brad? Uh, flow rate, you know, yeah. like cubic feet per second. Um, you know, well, heck, the, the guy that comes to mind is Jason uh, Myers. He, every time he, he knows Middletown hits like four feet high, which mm-hmm. is like two feet higher than normal, he's like, they're feeding like crazy in this spot. Yeah. And he goes out there and catches them, which is right. Cool. Yeah. It's, um, it's, kind of cool because i think you would even have the option uh tiffany if you guys were to be able to not only like you know you could link up like your um the you know we call it department of natural resources here you know but that information with the rivers but you guys because you're experienced with it i think one of the things not only is it hard to find it uh find that information if you're not familiar with it. like brad and i've been reading these things for like seven years eight years so we kind of understand it. But if you are just a recreational paddler, you may not know what a thousand cubic feet per second looks like on that specific river. And you guys would be have the opportunity, especially with, you know, having it kind of local, you know, with your rental be like, hey, you know, 2000 cubic feet per second is a manageable thing it's this isn't like over your head or you know you could describe what that water flow is like you know and then it's like hey it's fifteen thousand cubic feet per second you guys don't want to get on the water you know sure. we um, talked about um with the iowa environmental council kind of coming up with um similar to skis like um trails right mm-hmm. is having like different symbols so like yeah. yeah like a more experienced um kayaker canoeer can do this pretty easily um, or it'll be problematic. Yeah, we had, we have, <laughs> we have some good, good old fashioned idiots in our area. Our rivers <laughs> got blown out. Like we're talking about how far, how high did that jump go, Brad? Last week? Yeah, like uh, probably four feet. No, it went higher than that, didn't it? No, I, I looked the day I after. It was, it was like, at nine feet. I thought it was like almost 10 feet higher than what it was the day before. And I wasn't looking over like the normal pool rate, but mm-hmm. anyways, like we had people that go out in that, 
and and they're just they're in a recreational little pelican thing you know with no life vest on just jump out there and go with it and it's like what are you guys doing and it's 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 heartbreaking because we hear these stories every year of you know people doing this and they just get out and they're like oh that's fast that looks fun it's like you don't understand like one of our old hosts on here has a story where literally almost died and it was Mm -hmm. one of his first times going out and he went on the river and it was flooded out and he didn't realize what it does and he got pushed straight into a bunch of submerged or not submerged but uh flooded out trees and you know he got stuck on one he literally got really lucky yeah and he sold his kayak i think like the next day (laughs) (laughs) and um but you know it's it's things like that that an app app like this would help people because you know it's you know you can go on a facebook page people are like oh it's blown out it's blown out but they kind of don't necessarily know that terminology a lot of people are talking like that that people have access to are anglers a lot of time is where you're right. seeing uh, like constant updates like that and guys who fish tend to they're on the water so much more than just a recreational pad a paddler you know a right. lot of times we're out there longer you know and stuff like that so we're always updating ourselves just because we got you know custom seeing it but sure. this app is awesome because i think that would it, it would really help not only fishing and that stuff but somebody who goes out like you know uh, they started getting into it recreational and they bought their new kayak, you know, and they're not really talking to somebody in a rental place. They're now doing it themselves or transporting right. it themselves, you know? And so I think, um, and like along with like the safety aspect of it too, is that like, if it is something where um, like we have the ability in the app to, I don't, I, maybe Brad, you were able to actually get into it and see there's um, some welcome screens that are in there um, mm-hmm. that we could even have. Um, and we've talked about having that like, hey, are you getting your own kayak? Make sure you go to a lake, even if it's for a half an hour to get more familiar with how your boat handles, how it tracks. If you've never used a paddle before, make sure your life jacket holds you, those sort of things. And they seem so, so elementary to us right like we do it all the time it's it's the my kids um don't even think that um, kayaks are fun anymore because it's all we do all year is (laughs) talk about getting ready for kayaks and then we do kayaks and then we like recover from kayaks and yeah we're doing this app about kayaks and my daughter's 12 and she's like mom can we like not for like a month and i'm like you can have maybe january (laughs) that's funny you know (laughs) So, and that's kind of the idea, right? It's just that like, there is a lot of information that we take advantage of just knowing. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's where we're at. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Go ahead, Brian. Um, well, I'm sitting here looking at the app here. I, I guess we could talk a little bit more about the features. So you hit the plus button at the top yep. right and then hit the drop pin button. And you guys got a bunch of uh, different um, options, yeah. Options, yeah, like uh, uh, water level high, water level low, uh, blockage strainer, portage sandbar, uh, animal fish migration, visual point of interest, like you mentioned, historical point of interest, uh, low head dam. That's big. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we have a ton of those on our river. Yeah, so do we. And, uh, um, so that's, I think, oh. how we're aware of it is that there are a ton of them here. 
Yeah, and our our river, like, well, our river has a, a map that you can look at online, but it's not up to date. You know what I mean? So there's uh, a couple dams in the area that are still on the map that aren't there anymore. Yeah. So it'd be kind of nice to know those aren't there. To know they're not there, to know, um, like I know here on the Des Moines, um, because it, the water is so low, they actually put the dam up to hold water back recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have we have some like where they they were low head dams, and they've actually destroyed. They're working on destroying a lot of them, and what they are doing and places some of these are actually like building like kayak features you know like like yeah. we don't have any like crazy like whitewater features like that here but they are making like these little seams and there's rocks out there and that sort sure. of thing they're not real extensive but you know some of the whitewater guys can get in there and you know do some stuff but it's um it's cool to really, watch them yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should try it brad on your bonafide no i'm good <laughs> why not oh it would that would be a difficult thing bonafides are gorgeous, man. <laughs> yeah. brad i say we do a video of it all right when it gets real hot we'll go downtown and we'll just take your kayak or wait oh, i can't geez. take mine I'm let's just no let, let's just get mine. we can just get white water ones from uh the shop or we'll, maybe we'll ask Sean, Sean Tate, if we can use one of those rentals. And we got to make sure yeah. they're sitting on tops. I don't want to do it on the sitting side. Like, yeah. like not a recreational one with yeah. you know, without a skirt. But my, I was just thinking about it, like doing it in mine. I'm like, dude, I would sink that thing in a heartbeat. Like, Sean, I, I'm going to mention this app to Sean because I think it'd benefit him. Yeah. Yeah. We have a guy who has started up his own business where he's kind of doing uh, rentals and shuttling. Yeah. And he's making himself like uh, real mobile with it. Like he's, he's doesn't have like, he's not like a library, you know, with a shop, like a takeout point, like he'll meet up with people and okay. you can rent his kayaks and stuff like that. And he's, um, it's taken off, man. Like, you yeah. know, at first he was like, yeah, you know, it's, um, it's here and there. And then two weeks later, he's like, I'm booked every day of the weekend. Like <laughs> he's on and it's moving funny. water, it's it's hard. sorry. This dog is like oh, the neediest. Oh, it's fine. Thing ever met. Um, so on moving water on lakes here, it's, it, you're not always fully fully booked. Um, but on moving water, it's hard because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't want to transport, have a car at the beginning and end, right? They want to mm-hmm. park their car, yep. you pick them up, you get them yep. on the water, and then they like float back to their car essentially. Yeah. Um, and so we've had a lot of that. And I and I apologize if I've been kind of um, not the greatest about. It. I like the safety and the the community side of our mm-hmm. our app the most. Um, and like I mentioned, maybe a couple times, is the original idea was to have it be for vendors and renters when you go places. So yeah. there are no Google ads, um, there are no targeted ads necessarily um, within the app. What it, the ad space that we will sell will be for Bonafide, for Yak Gadget, mm, for cool. um, NRS that stuff. Because the idea is right, like it's beneficial on both sides yeah um the vendors know who they're marketing towards they're people who are using those products right um and then the flip side of that is that like you're not getting ads for clickbait games yeah (laughs) see those are the kind of ads i I won't mind seeing if i see a yak gadget ad i'm like sweet Yeah, yeah right so that's the idea is that um that the ads that you do see will be relevant to what you're doing. 
Um, and we'll be able to kind of showcase newer brands who are coming out or mm -hmm. brands that like we love and support a lot that will all go through us. Um, but then also, so there are two types of profiles, well, technically three, but only two public type of profiles. Um, there's a user profile or a renter profile and a vendor profile. So like your friend who um, is doing rentals for himself, right? Not that he needs the help to have people find him to book, but people can find like where he's at. They can find yeah. his contact number and there is a cost associated with the vendor side, but not with the user side. So that's, um, that's kind of where the development of it. Cause you know, as much as we would love to make an ad, an app that has no ads and only ever mm -hmm. gives out good information, you know, we'd have yeah. to have a pretty substantial then, Patreon to be right. To, to, right. To you're, yeah. you're like, wait a minute, did we just spend a bunch of money and nothing's happening like you know like it, yeah that would be really frustrating i mean you're gonna have to do that i mean anytime you anytime you're doing anything social media wise like that you have to find advertisement of some sort like sure. you know it's yeah. it, or you're just literally doing it for free which is not a, a big deal if you're doing it for fun and you enjoy doing right. it for free you know but right. i know that it, there's a lot of money that goes into developing apps i've had a couple friends that have attempted some things and you know, they've gotten like halfway through and they're like, I just can't do it. I can't, you know, it's like you said, I, th I think they kind of had the issue of where they were like, um, I want it to be this, this and this and this. And, you know, and they're like, I can't afford to put everything that I want into it yet. You know? Right. Yeah. So. So, and that's kind of why we've, um, the parts that are in it now are the pieces that we felt the most strongly about, right? Like you mm -hmm. could probably live without having an avatar on your map, right? right? But like, if you could see the pin drops that keep you and the people coming behind you safe, then that's that's kind of the ideal situation. Yeah. I'm glad Josh brought that up because I, I'm kind of, I kind of want, I want to talk about the uh, process of creating an app. Like I'm completely clueless. So how do you go about that? Um, well, we have developers as much as my dad um, probably wishes that it was something, a skill set that I just had um, to start in developing apps. Um, we had developers and we've worked with them pretty closely. Um, the original, like I said, the original idea was more to be like a, just rentals, right? But you could search other places. Um, and that's been done and done again. And so I am self self-taught marketing, if you will. And I was like, hi, we're not bringing any value. We're not bringing anything new. There's nothing that's going to help us stand out um, from everybody else who is providing rental information for a fee to the vendor. Um, and from the vendor side, as well as the renter side, right? Like you don't, as a renter, we're not going to pay somebody money to advertise to just all of Facebook necessarily. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because we want it to be in our area and we want it to be um, for people who are interested in doing what we provide. Um, so it, it kind of was a matter of like my grand idea of I want avatars and I want to be able to search these things and I want water levels and I wanted all of these things. And then between my, my, cause it's my dad's business that I work for and you know, have been developing this with. And he goes, yep, yep, budget though. Keep in mind this as dads do, right? They say, yeah, that's yeah. great. But like, remember everything costs money. Yeah. Um. So he's like, cool. So what are the most, he's like, he made me write it out. Like, what are the things that we have to do with this app versus 
what would you like to happen with this app? And so yeah. this is kind of where we're at is this um, bridge between all of my hopes and dreams of what I would like an app on my phone to be able to do. Cause if I could mash together like ways and run keeper and, you know, rentals and all of this to, to bring it all into one, I would love to, we just don't have yeah. the time or the <laughs> budget for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the things that like, um, as far as the app development goes that you don't really think about, um, is where the buttons are, what the icons are. It yeah. all seems like very intuitive where you're like, yeah, of course this is what the home button looks like. But like we've had hour long meetings talking about, does it look like this? Are you sure it's not going to be confused with that? If it's up, um, if it's an Android, can it be on this corner of the thing? Cause it might actually interfere with like where the menu part is. So there's a lot of stuff that like you think is so obvious <laughs> until you mm -hmm. have like 12 people working on it and you go, actually nothing's obvious turns out and <laughs> wording is weird and we all say things differently and you know, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I had warned you guys that like my four-year-old and these three dogs may come and interrupt. So if you can it's, hear them, it's okay. The, the kid went back downstairs, but the dogs don't listen to him. So there's Oh, it's all right. I have, I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and sometimes <laughs> Brad and I end up having to record an episode on a day that I don't have them here. And you'll you see the stairs right here. Sure. Once in a while, you'll see a head poke out and then his little body come around the corner. <laughs> they'll start running behind him. I just laugh. Or they'll just sit back there and like look around and laugh and wave. And I mean, I've got a Pokemon balloon behind me right there sure. and, a, and a bunny and a giant stuffed frog. I have Hot Wheel tracks right there. Yeah. Sure. I picked my like least like offensive <laughs> corner of my whole house. <laughs> That's fine. I've, uh, I've, I've been, I just moved here recently. So I'm like, I need to figure out, I had the background kind of like Brad did had a bunch of fishing stuff set up in the background and moved. And now I don't have that kind of space. I need to flip my de desk around and get it to the, in this corner and put up some stuff, but sure. I got to get a desk that supports this monstrosity of a microphone setup. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, I really like what you guys are doing and it, you know, that's like that with any app, like, don't let it frustrate you because you guys are going to, you're going to keep adding to it little by little. Every sure. app does that. They find bugs, they find new features. And that's sure. kind of a cool thing that you guys will keep keeping it fresh. Like it's like, Hey, check out what we added here, right. you know, and it's just going to make it, you know, better. And like, you can, like you said, you can make it user driven where it's like, you're getting ideas from people, you know, that are actually utilizing it. And that'll help spread the word like that. That person is going to tell, you know, three or four of their friends who are into kayaking or whatever. Right. So, you know, and then especially with the vendor idea, it's a great idea because you, you know, you can you can look up and say, oh, OK, I'm going to Iowa. But you necessarily don't know what those rivers are called, you know. Right. And that sort of thing. So if you guys have that information like these vendors here in this city or in this area, it's going to help, you know. And, you know, you can even get it to where it's like at reviews, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Hey, this, 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 this place is really cool. They've, they got comfortable kayaks. Cause I've been in some places and I'm like, that's the worst kayak I've ever sat in. Like I would, I'd rather punch holes in that thing than ever paddle it down a river again. <laughs> I could picture you doing that. Just 
like i don't know why your boat came back sorry man (laughs) i mean i literally i my first time kayaking was one of the worst experiences of my life i've never had so much back pain but yeah you know it's uh (laughs) i've told you that story over and over brad when i went with matt matt and all those guys and oh it was straight awful like i would paddle for like 15 minutes my back would hurt so much i'd get out and fish for an hour yeah, paddle for fifteen minutes. Get out. What what kayak was that again? I can't it was remember. that little field field and stream sit inside. Oh yeah, that's right. So, the talent or something like that. Yeah. Or eagle. Yeah, it was a spare that Matt had, and he let me <laughs> uh, borrow it. And I was like, yeah. oh. and I've heard that from a lot of people actually. A lot of people who don't kayak and they get in some of those rental boats. They talk about how how it can be pretty uncomfortable in some of them. You know, yeah. so. I think uh, I think that that app would be cool because you could pinpoint like certain places like, hey, this place has comfortable seats. They have sit on tops or they have yeah. this kind of boat or, you know, that sort of thing. The other thing that pops in my mind is uh, uh, access points. Uh, I know like the access, the access map for our river here. Uh, <sighs> I've, I can't tell you how many times I've went to an access spot and it's just like this ain't an access spot you're walking through woods you know what i mean so So, is that um, is that something you guys have or offer so that's that's kind of part of it is like i had said before um partnering with like our dnr like you guys have um Mm -hmm. probably a different group who does it Well, (laughs) well and there's also access uh there's also areas there there's another app out there that people tag this tag access spots and there's spots that don't show up on the river map itself. You know what I mean? Right. And you know what, Brad It's kind of, here's something that I've always noticed, especially with our river maps. Like we have a ton of great maps, but they're too good. Yeah. I am. It is literally one of the most obnoxious things to look at our DNR. Uh, yeah. It's too maps. much going on. There's so many symbols i mean there's so much stuff that's stacked up on each other i'm like i don't care that there's a picnic table there like you know what i mean like or i mean it's a great thing but it's like the way that they have it it's just so condensed and it's hard to read like i'm like i'm like i'm familiar with this river and i have no clue what i'm looking at half the time when i'm looking at it is it a digital map or is it a like a paper map both like you can get a digital version of it and it's pretty much the same and it's stacked with so much stuff now like and and a lot of it in my opinion is not needed necessarily it's just it's super extensive like um i mean it's and um so and i like um brad you're looking at it um the idea right is um to be able to filter, mm-hmm. right, what you want to look at. Because you may want to look at rental spots and not want to look at associated businesses along the water trails, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, or And hopefully at some point we'll be able to kind of have a way that we can filter. Again, it's all that stuff that, like, it'd be cool, but, like, not where we're at exactly right now. But if you could be like, cool, I don't really care if there are access points here I just want to see the hazards or I just want to see pool sites or I just want to see if there are events in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, to I just want to see picnic tables, right? If you can filter to just be able to see the picnic tables, yeah. that would be helpful. Interactive mm-hmm. maps are cool in that there are a, thousands of ways that you can filter them. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of like, if we have that on our back end, 
and it'll kind of be determined by what people are looking for, right? Because um, if it ends up that we kind of have a higher fishing demographic than we had originally anticipated, there may be more pins related to that versus yeah. how it is right now. So it's it's all um, very soft right now to where like we're looking for the input as far as like are we looking for um four places to stop four places to fish that kind of stuff um and it's kind of in its infancy and that's why i'm like it'd be great if we could have more people using it to see mm -hmm. what they are mm -hmm. dropping pins for what they're dropping pins but then the comments maybe don't match like i'm not really sure what to do here so i did low water but really it's because we had to travel through, you know, a football field of woods to get to the water. It's not really an access. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. The idea as far as the accesses go is, um, so when I mentioned before, there are actually three types of profiles. There are users or renters and vendors, and there's also a DNR or um, a government admin is actually what we're calling it. And so like if there okay. are, um, cities that um, have accesses that they want to be able to put into it or different things because we're not everywhere right mm -hmm. so the idea is to eventually have um, feedback from the cities themselves I'm yeah. so sorry guys oh you're all right <laughs> it's just got her dog is going crazy but you know Brad like you were talking about like this app would help with you know, we've got a couple of our access points and you think that it's right on the river and it's not, you know, it's like a 50 yeah. yard walk from the parking lot through the woods or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of, sometimes it's sketchy. Like it's an access point, but it's like two feet of mud. <laughs> the spot that comes to mind is, uh, downstream from, uh, the Troy dam. Is There's it, an I'm access spot there, but you gotta, you park on the side of the road that's down the street from the bridge. <laughs> and then you gotta carry your kayak down across the bike path and then through like weeds i'm like god this this is not an access spot come on have you right. been on or sorry have you been on the the little miami river brad and it's kind of like near caesar's creek a little bit and there's an access point and it's literally the muddiest place i've ever been into like <laughs> yeah i know we took out there and i'm like these guys are like yeah you just jump out i'm like dude that's how you lose your shoes man like like it is well, awful and it, it'll clear up once in a while but most of the time you're looking at it's like two feet deep i'm like and then it's like it looks like people yeah. tried to like back their trucks so they just keep tearing it up more and it gets yeah. just more and more muddy you remember that uh spot i had me you and justin take out at oh <laughs> brad took us out where he said it was a takeout and it wasn't it was a, like it was nothing but big rocks and overgrown stuff and you had and to drag up, up the up the rocks yeah and like it took like all three of us to do each kayak at a time and i broke a rod like oh, no. i'm like brad that's not a takeout he's like sure it is i'm like no it's not that's <laughs> what about that's what it said on the map take your boat out so when we've gone kayaking my brother is not a tall kid but he's uh, really strong right so like when i go there the access that like the out point that we use um for one of our rental spots is not actually an access it just happens to be like a bike path that runs near the water and there's kind of 
it's not as muddy or rocky as other places and it's supposed mm-hmm. to a parking lot like up the hill and i like struggle and like kind of like fall over trying to like with my squishy wet shoes trying to get up the side and my brother just like gets out and like tosses kayaks like up and over the bank and i'm like no it's fine it's just i just made it look much harder than it ever needed to look and so i completely understand that but it's one of those things where like we have to explain to people like it's not an access like you're getting in like the access point that we have to get in there's a nice ramp there's ample parking it's well lit all night so if you don't yeah. get back to your car till later it's not a big deal there's like porta potties at the access the other one we're like there's a gas station <laughs> near a hill you can park kind of try not to use their park like their parking lot so much try to park to the side so it's it is trying to um get that information out because if you've never done it before like like i said we've been doing it since we were kids like yeah. i'm renting in the same town that i like went mm-hmm. to high school in right so right. i'm like oh yeah no it's it's beaver creek it is this is what it is and now it's nice because there's a place to get in and not be on the base so you know <laughs> there's all of the those kinds of things and if you could give the feedback i would love you know if there are any dnr like what else did you call it the department of yeah uh, we ours is a department of natural resources like so, yeah. odnr yeah um, so if there are like listeners of yours who are like hey i'm in this area and like kind of the way that they map things is garbage hit me up because it's all stuff that we would like to build out and we're not there. I've started to, as I see things on kayaking forums, on Facebook groups, and people are like, this access doesn't show up on regular maps and it's right here. And they're sending like, they're sending screenshots and I'm like dropping pins into the app. Like, cause accesses stay, like accesses are permanent. Um, right. So it's like the hazards and those things that fall off within a week. So I'm like trying to like find these bits and pieces that people are sharing, um, but it'd be really cool to have help getting those accesses from people who are more familiar um, with the area. So, so I said, there's, there's that third type that of user where it really is, they can put in um, access points and hazards. Like they're not um, trying to book rentals or anything like that. Um, That, you know, like I said, if there are DNR people out there, city people that are out there, um, count, I know that there are, here in Iowa, there are county people who are excited to like be able to get into it once there's an Android platform and <laughs> get into it and be using it. So, yeah, I just made an obstruction on on the map <laughs> on on our river. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it, it, is it under under the Needmore Road bridge. Oh yeah, yeah. It, you know that big log jam that's right there. No. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. I don't. I haven't been well, out that, there in a while. But now I do, Brad. Thank you. I'm just messing with it right now. But uh, this this screen right here. When here we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, These buttons on this on the this side. Yep. What what are these? What do they do? Those are filters. Okay. Um, the top one. So for example, like I mentioned earlier, there's a bar called um, Captain Roy's that we're going to be partnering with, and they are very river friendly. Like they um, work with Mm -hmm. the marina that's there and all that good stuff. And so um, that kind of purple handshake. That is mm-hmm. that they will eventually have a purple handshake pin. Um, okay. We just haven't built them out yet um, because they're affiliated. They may be, um, you know, they may pay for advertising to be on there and that kinds of stuff. Um, I can't remember. Hang on. I'll get it pulled up. You'd think that I'd have my 
my app pulled up to be able to do it. Um, the brown kind of boat, those are um, specific accesses, right? So you can have mm -hmm. them turned on or turned off um, if that's what you're looking for. And then the hazards you can turn on and off as well. So if you were looking okay. just for rentals or if you were looking just for um, accesses, you can do that by those filters. Um, and there'll probably be more eventually. We were just trying to get it to where if you just wanted to see renters or access points or vendors, those sort of things that you can kind of weed out and not have to look at all of the pins. Yeah. If you were looking for something specific. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause that, that's like I said before, when you look at our, our river maps, cause we've got extensive ones in our area um, and they're obnoxious. It's like, it's, it's hard to read them cause there's so much stuff on them and, you know, to make a, a mapping system that, is providing not only like, you know, like a restaurant on there or whatever, or some cool sites and things like that, but it's also, you can filter out the things that you do or looking for. And that's, right. that's kind of important. Cause it, like I, people are always asking like, Hey, where's all the, where's this access point? And it's like, it's on the map, dude. Like here, I'd rather just go ahead and screenshot Google maps and send that <laughs> to you than explain to you how to find it on that map. Because it's, it's insane. Like Brad, I, you should see if you can find it real quick, find What's a GMR, that? like one of our maps. So she all has right. an idea of how obnoxious this thing looks like. It's a lot of stuff. It's great. It, don't get me wrong. It's good. Um, but like, you almost have to like, like be used to looking at it. Like, I don't feel like if somebody is a beginner at it like this, the, your, your idea is going to cater to experience and beginners you know right. it's going to bring it down some that's the thing is, is a lot of times you get the dnr stuff it starts to evolve and starts to get so much stuff because people are like hey this should be on it this should be on it but it's just like here's the map right. now you can't do anything with it it's just an image you know right. and it's like it's insane but um what's one it. of what is one of your favorite features about it my favorite feature is it's the water level, like pin option. Um, the fact that you can search anywhere, you can now look at just the whole United States. Sorry, there's a lot. Like I said, I've like have been kind of at it with a microscope. Um, mm -hmm. The thing that I like the most about it is that it allows me to tell people anywhere the information that I'm telling them at the access where we have our rental trailer parked right to where i can say hey you're gonna get um about three quarters of the way down and there's gonna be a tree that goes across the whole thing keep to the left you'll have to kind of like swamp walk a little bit but it's way better than sinking your kayak or canoe because i um my brother calls me the most aggressive salesperson he's ever met um and he's <laughs> wrong i'm just very friendly um and also like if i have information i'm going to share it Right. Mm -hmm. So like I will talk to everyone in our parking lot, um, whether they approach me or not, um, just because especially if we know what's coming down river, usually I'll start with like, a, hey, guys, have you, when was the last time you went down the beaver? Because here's what you're going to be running into. Right. right. Um, because um, we've had people who went down in canoes, which is very impressive when you float a canoe on two feet of water. Mm hmm. Um, in sharp turns. Um, and they've come up to me later and been like, Hey, so you remember that tree you told me about? And I'm like, that tree I told everyone about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like, so 
we hit it and we didn't listen to what you said and we really wish that we would have and i'm like oh man so remember when i told you to download that app maybe do that yeah (laughs) so it's just a matter of um i like the idea that we can even if you're not sitting in the parking lot you can share that information to keep people safe um but like very excited about the advertising possibilities and the vendors and the renter stuff but like for me being the um data statistic nerd that i am i want to know what i'm getting into that i have the ability to tell people coming behind me what i found um and just having that resource so mm-hmm. easily accessible to people because it again it's one of those things you don't necessarily have to have it open the whole time that you're on the water but if before you go down you just quick look at the app and see what you're going to run into on your way that's key yeah. there um at the end it kind of the so the beaver creek that we rent on connects to the des moines river and where they do they're doing um construction on a bridge which isn't creating any log jam issues this year but um there's a a barge that moves and so it changes the flow of the river the des moines Mm -hmm. river and it's a thing where like we've talked to the dot and the dnr and pretty much anybody and everybody that we can talk to to kind of get an idea of like how safe is it actually and realistically and everything that comes back is they ultimately say to us like don't send anyone under it yeah we can't stop people in their own kayaks but don't send because like there were um last summer a lady got like the current took her under the barge and she got stuck under the barge and she lived but it's that thing of man wouldn't have been cool if somebody could have just like told her ahead of time yeah not to do it or to be more aware of it or you know and so that's the part to like make the longest answer to a question ever is that's the part is that ability to share those hazards and that um, communal knowledge, right? Because like you said, it does kind of um, not dumb it down, but it does kind of put people on more even ground between people who are very familiar, who wake up every morning and look at the water levels versus people who go, I don't know, maybe there's water in the Creek. We'll find out after our tubes are halfway down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we have, we have an issue where some of our rivers and like this app would help this because um, if you're looking at the gauges, you know, we have gauges, you know, like in certain cities, we don't have them like up and down. Right. And then you've got a lake that's fed by, you know, it's, it's the, the lake has a, a creek or a tailwater coming out of it. Right. Sure. And then it connects up to the, the bigger river and they'll release that water. Like Brad, like what we're dealing with at Loveland right now, yeah. Loveland can't open because Caesars Creek is releasing so much water. But if oh, somebody geez. launches upstream for that, they have no idea that that's yeah, happening. That's possible. True. You know, that, 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 you know, the Caesars Creek tailwater sections, just shooting water out like crazy right and but we're upstream from it it's all nice calm normal pool you know right. and then come around the bend like what's up brown water why is everything in the trees down here you know sure i, I didn't even think about that too good point because i used to we used to we used to paddle that all the time man you know and yeah. you wouldn't know that by looking at the gauge of where maybe you're starting at you know yep. or in that area up upstream so yep for sure uh, here's here. I was going to share this, uh, uh, screen. This is what Josh was talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, 
just with all this information <laughs> on this map. Yeah, if you didn't know what most of that was, you wouldn't have any idea. Yeah, yeah, and it's so it's so small too. Like a lot of times when you're trying to look at it, and you want to look at it as a the big view, you're like, man, this is obnoxious. Well, they crammed the whole river on one page. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So looking at this, like the like page one, it's actually like like por portrait up and down, right? And you're just yeah. like yep. zoomed into one tiny part of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. How, so how big do they print it out? Like With, uh, actually, it's in sections. And if you look at that, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's hard to read. I mean, look at the key in the middle of it. Yep. Oh man! Yeah, it should. It's like, but like I'm sure, box. like it's got a lot of like good information, but it does. But we, it has like every, like it has every part, like parks. It's just weird. It's it's too much. There's a lot of stuff they need to trim down out of it. I think that would make it a little bit more user friendly. But yeah, me. Oh man! Everybody's like, yeah. There's this highly detailed map. I'm like, that's an understatement. The thing is a hot mess, oh. man. Most people probably won't know how to read that by looking at it either. Yeah. But. Oh, man. Yeah, so the idea, though, is for it to be a much simpler map that can be filtered, um, and you can look at specifically where you want to look at, right? Like, you yeah. don't necessarily have to look at the whole river. You can just look at the section that you're going to be on, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Brad, did you have any other questions? Is there anything else, Tiffany, that you wanted to talk about? Um, I hit the vendors, I hit the ads. Um, like I said, feedback is, um, welcomed because it is a thing that when you do get too close to it, you have a hard time discerning what you should be adding or removing or mm -hmm. making better. Um, it really is a matter of like getting it in people's hands, um, taking us with you when you do go down um, the water trails, the bike trails, the hiking trails, um, to find those hazards, to find that community with. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. I totally understand. An hour is a long time to. <laughs> yeah. Minutes. We're actually about to wrap it up, but yeah. And so he's like the back door is right there. So like I let the dogs out and now he needs a shoes and cool. So if you could not um, necessarily use me talking about my kid trying to escape. Um, so yeah, the idea is that like the bike trails, the hike trails, the water trails, it's that getting that information so that it is the community side of it, right? It's that information that you want to know that you want people coming behind you to know it's who you know, the information that when you were starting out, you wish people would have been more helpful in telling you like, mm -hmm. hey, so that you don't get your kayak pinned on this log here, be aware, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that you don't break your rod trying to get up off of a riverbank, you know, go 20 more yards and there's actually a beach that you can get out on, that kind of stuff. Because the only way that you learn it is by doing it. Yep. Agree with that. Well, I commend you on coming up with a good idea. It's um, something that I've always kind of wanted 
to see out there. You know, um, you've got this kind of um, those apps where you can kind of measure your paddling distance and that right. sort of thing. And but I've always, you know, I've always kind of been in person and noticed, be like, hey, that log jam last year is not there anymore, you know, okay. but it's actually on the other side, you know, or right. it's in the center. There's a couple bends. There's one, me and Brad, when we go down near Middletown, there's a bridge. And when you're coming up to it, you're like, I don't, can you get through this? Oh, like yeah. It, it's it. And then you can, it's actually got a, a decent area, but some of the spots that you think that you can get through is pretty sketchy because of the way the log jams are. And it's creating some, a bunch of weird current. Yeah. And I just you know, did that recently too. Yeah, it's super sketchy through there sometimes, isn't yeah. it, Brad? Yeah. And um, they take a long time to clear that stuff out if they do. I mean, I've right. seen some like I'm like, because we have we actually have a dam that you can actually paddle through, and it's super like like shallow, like and some points like and you can go down through it, but and we used to, and then the next year you couldn't. There was so oh. much wood debris piled up that there was, and you could only get through on the right side of. You know, sure. and it's just going. Yeah, yeah, we used to go through it, and um, yeah, it's and an old we, traditional dam. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, oh, it, it's got big, you know, opening and stuff like that, but it's super shallow, and you can only do it like certain times, and obviously if it's clear, you know. So, I mean, I I don't recommend people to do that. We, <laughs> it was something that we've known for a while that you could, you know, and but then the like I said, the following year you weren't able to go through there, and yeah. so. But and the I do, only way that you would know that is to have been down it and seen it both ways. Yeah, yeah. It's like we've gone and been like paddle up to it. Like, can we get through? Oh, nope, not today. You know, <laughs> and which stinks because you start messing with moving water. Sometimes if you might get yourself in a sketchy situation where you can't get back upstream and you're forced up next to it. You know, right? So. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, Tiffany, we appreciate you coming on to the episode to talk about the app. Um, you know, I wish you guys all the success with this. I'd love to see it get real huge and, you know, go global and or national or whatever it is your guys' goal is. That would be awesome. Right now, national, um, you know, soon to hopefully take over the world. It takes a lot of translation to do that. This <laughs> is more, more time and effort that way. But um, the idea is to make it as as global as possible um mm -hmm. cool. you know like i said that community information is what it's all about and what we want to make sure um that we kind of foster that as well as fostering the um the rental business we're big fans of um small local businesses mm -hmm. and people um like i said like my dad started because nobody else bid and now yeah. here we are four years later and it's um i don't know if you can tell um i'm not this color um in february <laughs> i am i'm very very pasty and then i spend <laughs> i spend like six months in of the year out of the sun and six year, months out of the year yeah. always in the sun so yeah. so it's it's a thing that um we're passionate about the vendors we're passionate about the information and we just want to make sure that um we want to share with other people we want to like I think one of the things that I put on all of our social media stuff is like take us with you um, and I feel like I'm just in all of these Facebook groups saying like if you're going down this river because they're like hey we're going down this river has anybody been down what's it what's it like I'm like hey when you go can you drop some pins on yeah yeah so that like people coming behind you know and there's less of this 
kind of mist. I mean, there's always mystery because water will never be tamed by, by us. But right. Yeah. It's, it's ever changing, but you can give that up-to-date information by exactly. people utilizing it. So exactly. It's an easy app to use guys. Check it out. I mean, I've been playing with it this whole time. Just, you know, while we're talking. Yeah, sure. Well, Tiffany, thanks again for, uh, you know, joining us. Like I said, it's a pleasure talking about this. It was a, it's a great idea and we look forward to seeing how big this thing gets. And, you know, if anybody has any like questions or concerns, I'm sure Tiffany would be more you know, happy to help you guys out. Check out the social media. If you guys have seen it, it's running on the ticker on the bottom. And with that, and actually go ahead, Tiffany, let them know on Facebook for our people just listen to audio. Uh, the Kayak Venture app, which would be the Kayak Venture underscore app, all run together um, on Instagram as well as Facebook. And then our website is kayakventure.app. So... All righty. Thank you again, everybody. Thank you for joining the final cast this week, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.